Welcome to Sports, 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 a show around sports, sports, culture, and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hey. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 36. 36, who we got? Uh, Jerome Bettis. Golden Domer, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, Still, Pittsburgh Stiller. Stiller. Stiller, 36. I also have Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. Of the Boston Celtics, oh, number 36. Because 32 and 33, I think, are retired on oh, Celtics. Oh, they're gone. Yeah. So 36. Yeah. Rowdy, who you got? Uh, I'm thinking of uh, Ken Schrader, NASCAR driver, uh, <laughs> yeah. number 36. Is that Infinity League? Uh, I don't have any idea. Which one is that? Cool. Monster Energy Nextel yeah. League? Mm. Nextel Cup? It's Red Line. Singular uh, Wireless Cup? Shockwave. It's <laughs> my like favorite energy. It looks like Shockwave. he's been out of it since like Hey, two for 222. Hey, how about some headlines? How about hey, it? Rowdy, how about some sports? All right, let's do it. All right. Number one. This is one I picked. Okay. Uh, a Turkish soccer fan banned from a st- banned from the stadium rents a crane to see his team play. <laughs> I, I applaud this guy. So, Dude, yeah. tell so, us what happened. Yeah. A uh, 37-year-old Ali Demirkaya, aka Amigo Ali, nailed it. Uh, <laughs> he is a fan of the soccer team Deniz Denizlispor. And apparently, again, again, once again, two dogs, some, <laughs> something, an incident, we will say <laughs> there was, there was an incident yeah. at the stadium. He occurred, this occurred in 2015. Uh, and did he body slam a woman in the stadium? Because I know someone who knows someone that did that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was that person a woman? Did no, a woman body no, slam a woman? a man one? body slammed a woman at the Braves Stadium. We won't, um. th- that's as far as I'll go, but this happened. <laughs> well, we're not sure what Amigo mm. Ali did, but whatever it was, the stadium decided to ban him from entering the, the stadium for this current season. The stadium, like... For the whole season? Wait, 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 wait. This happened Whoa. in 2015, yeah, and they I don't finally know got around the to doing there. something? I don't know what the incident was. There's a lot of Bureaucracy is a bitch, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, apparently. apparently. <laughs> these, these, these details have not trickled out of Turkey yet. Um, yeah. Shocking. Now, hey, they're in however, country. We should know yeah, this. We should. Uh, we got Air Force bases there. Amigo Ali has has always contested this decision. And he's, <laughs> Did you just say Amigo and, Ali? Yeah, that's his nickname. That's okay. his nickname. And, he, okay. and he's <laughs> vowed not to let it stop him from being close to the action and cheering his team on. So, God more power him. to him. This past weekend, uh, he figured, you know, if I can't get into the stadium, that doesn't mean I can't watch the game. So he spent a few hundred dollars to rent an industrial crane, climbed into the man basket and asked the operator to lift him high up above the stadium where he could watch the game and, and wave his team's green and black flag. Uh, so you can actually watch videos of, of him up That's there. That's a power move. Well, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. First yeah. off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you may own the stadium, but you don't know the, yeah. the air Airspace. around the <laughs> industrial power move. <laughs> so unfortunately, Amigo Ali couldn't uh, watch the full game because not too long after this happened, High police winds. arrived oh. and asked the crane operator to lower him down. So we don't know if he's been fined for a stunt. We'll pro- in two years, we'll probably know what happened to Amigo Ali. But I have to say... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Two years, that's th- right. That's their turnaround yeah. time. Yeah, th- th- I, I applaud you, Amiko Ali. Uh, he also uh, has has told 
uh, his team's fan website that he's also considered renting a balloon or a paraglider See, that's so that he could watch the, the matches from above without police ruining the experience. I so like it. That's yeah. dedication. It's a strong move. It, I, I applaud a, him. Yes, that is a power this move. This is like one-upping the Wrigleyville bleachers right. across yes. the street, right. the rooftop decks. Right. It's like, I'm going to rent... You're just like watch this. Was it a bucket? Was he in a bucket? A man like a bucket, I think is it was, what he uh, said. It's it's the um, I, I don't know the the terms. It's we'll make it's, one up. It's, it's one that's it's like when like, when has knowing it's, facts it's, stopped right. this show. It's fairly wide. It's fairly wide. It's one of the wide ones that lifts. Up. Oh, a like wide straight up, like, like a, a single person bucket. It's like the wide one that you can like get a window washing thing. Yeah, except it except it it goes straight up from itself from itself. Oh, like a scissor lift. A scissor lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he had his he had his flag draped on the <laughs> on the basket and was this like, "This guy needs to be on waving. the show." Oh, he's yeah. he's awesome. So, how high did it go? Did it say? Have you? Soccer stadiums are pretty, pretty big, high right? Above the I don't know about stadium. in Turkey. They could we'll, be we'll underground. We'll post the video on our social feeds. So, cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was, uh, a, that was a good yeah. day. Thanks for the headline, Riley. Yeah. I'm glad you added that. Uh, next headline, uh, Ken Giles punches it out in the ninth against the Yankees. Yeah, he does. Yes, he did. I just uh, sent you guys We just video. tweeted it. Yeah. So it's on our Twitter. If you haven't seen it, so uh, <laughs> this is what happened. Ken Giles comes into the ninth to relieve uh, Justin Verlander, the starter. Uh, first uh, batter he faces, Aaron Judge, uh, singles. Uh, then Sir Didi comes up after that. <laughs> That's my guy. Doubles. Mm, double. So now we got... Uh, That's 2,000 ops, by the way. <laughs> so, so we got a guy on second and third. Ken Giles still pitching. No outs. Uh, gives up... Uh, or actually strikes out Giancarlo Stanton. Surprise. Oh, Surprise shocker. to no one. And then everyone booed. Yeah. Well, they were in, they were in Houston. And oh. then uh, Gary Sanchez hits all a three-run home run. So now they're down 3-0 in a 0-0 game. In the ninth. In the ninth. Yeah. Top of the ninth. Yeah. Uh, whoops. Uh, and then Aaron Hicks singles. Um, at that point, yeah, you know, we it's got a, out of control. We got a mound visit. <laughs> we got a mound visit happening. Your whip and uh, base on balls per nine is out of control. Not, not good. Not yeah. good. Yeah. Your whip is, is out of control. Your ERA is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they change. Because yeah, what are we, like... Point one innings. Point one, yeah. Or point zero one. innings. Point one innings. Yeah. He's given up four runs. Nice. Oh, he's given up three runs, but he ends up giving up a fourth. Sounds like one the of guy my on, pitchers. The guy on bases is his responsibility right. at this point. Right. He didn't inherit any base runners. So he gets taken out of the game, and what does he do? Punches himself in the jaw. Well, why wouldn't you? On his yeah. way to the dugout. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, and it he clocked himself. Oh yeah, hard. Very hard. And then he slammed a bat down. Yeah. He was. Did he get a red card for that? He was. Yes. Yeah. He, he got, was red card. Yeah. He's out. He's out for the next match. He was very upset. Punched himself in the face. In the jaw. I mean, in, clocked himself. Yes. It was a good right yes. jab. And right in the jaw. Baseball players already. Pitchers have, are insane. The closers are worse. Yeah. Like of the of, ticks. Yeah. And the all that. Yeah. They're the worst of yeah. any baseball players. They're the most uh, particular. The most superstitious. Fidgety. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, baseball players already have a terrible track record on the weirdest injuries. Agreed. Like, like Trevor Bauer was out two years ago because he got his uh, hand stuck, in, almost took his thumb off from a drone. <laughs> 
A guy will be out for six weeks because of a pulled oblique because he slips in the shower. I'm not making this up. No, that's there, true. There well, this guy's going to be on the 10-day DL for dislocated for, jaw. Yeah, for decking himself. Yep. It was hard, man. It was a crazy little video. It was awesome. Uh, thank that's you, That's why Ken you Giles. watch baseball. That's right. Yeah. So if he didn't lose the closer role before that, which he was already up for, Chris Davinsky's, you know, right, right on his heels. It, it could happen just because yeah. he's going to be out for some time well, with, a, with a contusion on his face. Probably should have given Verlander the complete game. Why not? It's 0-0. Zero, zero, yeah. You know? I, I didn't see his pitch count, but I'm guessing it's under 100. Yeah. If he's going 8. Yeah. 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 All right. What All else right. you got, Rowdy? Well, how about we check in on on how my bracket's doing oh, for the okay. NBA Finals? Let me get this. Let me get the uh, oh, you're nailing it. board here going. All right, let's start in the West. Oh boy. All right, so really? uh, Rowdy, you had um, Houston uh, versus Minnesota. Minnesota, mm-hmm. and that's a win. Yes. Houston did advance. I knew they would. Now, next one down, you had Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Utah Jazz. And you had Oklahoma City and they pulled advancing, it advancing, and they did not win. They did not. They, they did lost, not what, 4-1? Yep, I think that's right. So you get an X. Well, what this bracket is showing is not necessarily who's going to win. It's who had the who showed the most heart? Oh, so maybe we missed. So I feel like maybe okay. we misrepresented what this bracket should have done. Right, then. right. Because what we were looking for is <laughs> who's going to win. A lot of people that right. make that mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, we already had Portland out last yeah. week. They've been out. Golden State, San Antonio. You have Golden State advancing, and they did right. And they did advance. Mm-hmm. And they are now currently up on and and the if Pelicans you continue 2-0. past this whatever what do you call it the second second round heat uh, when yes. we get into the, the second third heat. yes when we get into the third heat who do I have in here Houston Golden State so you're still in the money right. on the West all right hey you're still alive in the West because you got Houston going to the final fifty percent. He's got 50% of the games right at this point. In the second round, yes. Okay. In the second round. So let me flip this thing around. Yeah, flip her around. It's a heavy. That is a big sandwich board. That is a big sandwich board. Toronto versus... The Toronto Dinosaurs versus the Washington Bullets. You had Toronto advancing. That is correct. Then you had the Indianapolis Pacers Mm -hmm. versus the Ohio Cavaliers. (laughs) Um, You had Indy advancing. Yeah, this is the this is a bracket did, buster. The refs did everything they could, but Indianapolis. Yeah. So I got to do. But one again, X, I asked two X's. You had them going to the who had the most heart? Who had the most heart? Because the Pacers, as there a is team, no question, the Pacers the had, the, had most the most heart. heart. No question. The, ca- the Cavaliers had LeBron. You have one person's heart, heart versus heart, the whole team. No, heartless heart. versus heart. So I'd say the the Pacers advanced to the second heat. I'm no. with, uh, well, I, I mean... I'm yep. going to go ahead and disagree because, again, this bracket was on actual wins. Actual wins, not... And I, I apologize if that wasn't clear yeah, when we... We never established right. that. <laughs> we okay, did Okay, so, Rowdy, we already determined last Other week than all the times we kept saying, who's going to win the series? But, you know, I... Right. That's silly. What was I thinking? You had... Uh, it's not looking good from here on out. <laughs> yeah. You had Philly versus Miami. You had Miami advancing. Ta- we talked about that last that week. That was it's last fine. week. Now it's you got fine. It's all Boston, fine. Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You had the Greek Freak and mm-hmm. Milwaukee going in the second round. Mm-hmm. I hate to tell you, but Boston, they lose? Boston won that. Oh. Well. 
So, hmm. Rowdy, you, I mean, you still there are still points possible, mm-hmm. but it's not looking good since you had the uh, Pacers winning beating it all. the Rockets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you're still alive in the West, so I'm excited for you. And that's a good pick. The Rockets are a good pick in the West. So you, well, you had uh, the Pacers beating Toronto. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. So you'd actually be better off at this point if Cleveland beat Toronto. Yeah. But then, no one wants that. No, no one wants that. No. And last night their game went into overtime. And did you see the three shots that Toronto missed on the last possession of the game? They could. No. I mean, it was three quarters of the way in the hole, and it, it came just out. pops out. Yeah, uh, it was unbelievable. Toronto missed a three. DeRozan gets the board, throws it back in back of the rim, rattles around, pops out, rebound, shoots the layup, rattles around, pops out. LeBron gets the rebound with .6 seconds, goes into OT. It's disgusting. And the NBA gets everything they ever wanted. Yeah, of course they do. What did you? What did that that uh, tweet say? What did it's that not, tweet it's say? It's not. The NBA is. Uh, it's spectacle. Is not, a mere spectacle, not a true sport. That's from correct. From our uh, avid listener at Matt Air thirty four eighty. So. So your brackets looking. Eh, not great, but. I mean, I kind of thought Indy going all the way was a stretch, but it was a heart. It was a heart pick. It. Yeah, you yeah. got But right after the, I would. You are correct in heart because right after the series series was over, Victor Oladipo had texted the strength coach mm-hmm. immediately and said, "When can we get in? When can we start?" It was like 13 minutes after the game. He's already texting like, "I'm ready for next year." Well, in his press conference, he said, you know, not a lot of people knew uh, anything about the Indiana Pacers. If you still don't know who we are, then we don't have any time for you. Yeah. I thought, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, when I got my bracketology degree. (laughs) Yeah. With honors. I I minored in college basketball. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Of course. And it was a specialization. Major League Basketball is a different ball game. Major League Basketball, MLB. And so some of it doesn't (laughs) apply. Yeah, it doesn't quite translate. Hey, I understand. Less teams. Yeah. They're not playing. They're not amateurs. They're professionals. But we're going to learn from this season. We're going to rebuild. You are, personally? We. I mean, I didn't do anything. The royal we. Yeah. <laughs> it's the king's English. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, speaking of matriculation and graduating from, what did you graduate from? Bracketology. Bracketology school. We do have a graduate sitting at this table right now. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Snoop, oh, yeah, yeah. Snoop D-O-double-P. Uh, he has almost earned. Mm-hmm. Almost there. But he's well, about to walk across that stage next week, mm-hmm. a master's degree. Mm-hmm. So my next question is, where are you at, Rowdy? You're, we're the, in, we're, you're the only one. We're in the secret society. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> we're masters. You're the skulls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're uh, the boner. I do not plan on going back to Good school. Good for you. I wouldn't I, suggest I, it. I, I'm, I'm going to pursue my own interests on a... Uh, you're going to take your talents to South Beach? <laughs> you know, one week... Say, I'm, the, that that was, doesn't that mean anything. Right that, over his yeah. head. Mock no. speed. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. But, <laughs> hey... I, I get to pick and choose what I'm interested in, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm going to pursue my trains, own dinosaurs, and, and, yeah. and follow how my to passions. get under the trains in a town. <laughs> right. right. So yeah. mounds. What else we got? All right. And last week we talked about the NFL draft and some predictions. Uh, so with the selection, with the first selection in the NFL draft, the Cleveland Cleveland Browns selected quarterback Baker Mayfield. That was, I mean, that was perfect on point. Uh, impersonation of the commissioner. 
Except we should have booed while he Boo, was saying that. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because everyone hates the commissioner because he makes like $46 yeah. million dollars a year and oh, okay. messes with all the players. I thought you were talking about the commissioner. Baker Mayfield. He's basically like a giant warden. Yeah. That's how I look at Roger Goodell. <laughs> mm. He's just a $46 million a year warden. Well, he's working for the owners, and I think people forget that, and it really irritates yeah, me. Yeah, which when it, translates to the prison owners. It irritates <laughs> me when I see that, when I see those guys walk, I don't know when it started, walking across the stage and hugging him for the selection. No. You're hugging your boss's boss. Right. You're hugging the guy who, he, he, he's not looking out for the players. Not That's at why all. there's a players union. Right. Yeah, why isn't the is it the same guy that's been the president of the players union for a couple of years? Uh, dude, uh, he's oh, got a unique name. name. Um, but well, yeah, why Smith. isn't why isn't he up there? Yeah, he should be the guy high fiving and hugging and dapping and fist bumping and not Goodell. You know, around yeah. the world, back Goodell slap is high your, fives. Goodell is the is working for the uh, for the owners, not for the players. He's working for what? He's represent- 31 old, rich, white dudes and whoever Mr. Buys Khan the from Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, Sean Khan. Yeah. And whoever buys the Panthers. I'm guessing it's going to be a rich white <laughs> you, you think? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Or Puff Daddy. I do declare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Baker Mayfield, what do you th- how, how's your feels about that? I mean, I like it. Do you? Yeah, tell tell you me, okay. tell me what. <laughs> yes. I like it, and I'll tell you right. why. As he looks down I, at his computer yeah, screen, as he scrolls, I, I, I don't know. An, I don't know much about him. I didn't know the guy's name until we talked about this guy last week. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, when he was when he was drafted, he he posted a photo on Twitter where he recreated a photo of oh of the Brett Favre. Oh, that was oh, dynamite. That was, yeah, that was dynamite. And, yeah, and. That photo tells me he 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 should have been the, the number one draft. He came to because, Cleveland yeah. to party. Yeah. That photo was worth like mm, what are we thinking? Twenty two mil. He had the rolled one pair. He had the yeah. rolled up jean shorts. He had everything. Uh, everything. He had I mean, everybody was snapback. And everybody in the background had the same color oh. shirt as the original Perfect. in the same position. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was, was awesome. Yeah, it was on point. Yeah, that made me like Baker a little yes. more. I still kind of I'm skeptical a little bit, although I'm not. I I mean, kid can play. He could play in uh, Oklahoma, and I think I said it last week too. He's gone to a team that that. Oh, they have a great track record in quarterbacks. Well, they really can. Yeah, not they, where I was going. They can develop and mature a mature quarterback like no other team. Yeah, no other team has like, done that. What twenty six of them are twenty six other seasons. Yeah. yeah, but he's going to a team that has a better defense than Oklahoma. But that's only because Oklahoma didn't field the defense last year. So they did when they needed to. Yeah, when they needed to hold somebody under forty. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Guys, it's forty five thirty eight. Can right. you just like yeah. stop him hey, here? We just need yeah, just to stop here. But I, I it'll be interesting. The quarterbacks in that and I'll get into it here in a little bit, but the quarterbacks in the draft, uh the order in which they went surprised me, honestly. Oh, because Josh Allen went at all and that guy should not be in the draft? Well, Lamar just tumbled and I had no oh, idea man. why. The Ravens are going to be unbelievable for them. And next. did you hear what he said when he got drafted? No. no what did he say? He said, "I got, I'm already, I'm pissed, and I got a chip in my shoulder, and we're bringing a Super Bowl to Baltimore." And I thought, "Good for there you, dude." I mean, Heisman Trophy winner, guy was spectacular to watch at Louisville. Hmm. You know, so it'll be interesting. 
Is that so, all you got, Rowdy? That's all I got. Let's okay. go right. into your Well, that's segment. a perfect segue right into my Here we dra- go. NFL for draft you. recap, which I will be <laughs> highlighting. <laughs> That's the exact sound effect ba, I was hoping ba, ba, for. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> I don't know. What's uh, the draft song? I don't we'll know. We'll edit in post. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is I'm going to highlight all of my favorite teams from each division. Do it. So I'm, starting with uh, the I'm AF- already furious. <laughs> starting with the AFC East. Snoop, who's my favorite team in the AFC East? AFC East. All right. So we've got uh, who's in the East? Oh, it's Miami not the, Pats. It's not the Stillers. It's no, not the that's Pats. the North. It's Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so no, Josh Buffalo, Allen. We got the Buffalo Bills with the number seven overall pick select quarterback out of Wyoming, Snoop's boyfriend, <laughs> Josh Allen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dude. Oh, Terrible no, no, pick. No, no, no. First of all, let me get on my soapbox here. Okay. Let me pull Why it out. are you picking a quarterback, number seven overall, and... Did they trade up for this? They did. Yeah, they traded up for this. When you have A.J. McCarron that you just paid $10 million for two years, he's the future. Two-time I national champion. Is he the future, though? Without, over Josh Allen? You well, wouldn't yeah. even say A.J. McCarron's better than Josh Allen? Right now? Yeah. 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 After camp? A.J. Yeah. McCarron is stuck on a professional team for four years. Three. Three years. I think three. Yeah. Three or four years. Yeah. Josh Allen will Under be... five years. <laughs> Josh, Josh <laughs> Allen will not be on a professional team in a starting role within within that amount of time. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Josh Allen's Josh a Allen bus. will not be on a roster oh, in my. five years. Oh, my. We are going to be talking about Josh Allen and... How he so cannot. he's the next Ryan Leaf or RG3. No, he's the next Paxton Lynch. He's the next. No, he's all the, like he's the next Paxton Lynch. He's the next Christian Hackenberg. He's the next. This guy has the right stats. He looks the part, and so he's got a and he's got a big arm. So we're gonna go. He with does them. have a huge arm. My problem with him all along, and I think I because said this at last no week. point in NFL history has anybody said. You know what we need? Somebody who can throw it far, but we don't care if they're accurate. Right, just throw it up. Just throw and, it up. And who yeah, okay. So Yeah. The uh, guy looks like a dope. I did a Google he does. search. <laughs> I think I said this last week. He's the dopey one. Yeah. yeah I agree. <laughs> We're not gonna be talking about So him. other notable picks by my Buffalo Bills. Uh, they got uh, Tremaine Edwin Edmonds with the sixteenth overall pick out of Odd Tech at linebacker. Uh Teron Johnson with the 121st pick overall out of Weaver State. I want to say one more thing about about Josh Allen, because I said this off the air. I know you like him. (laughs) I know you do, secretly. I I said this off the air. Do you know the greatest indicator of pro success, NFL success, for a quarterback? Drive. NCAA success. College success. Do you know what Josh Allen didn't have? Wyoming. College success. Because he played at Wyoming. No, not just because he played at Wyoming. He had a good receiving core in 2016. He is bad. He is a bad quarterback. Well, then it's a perfect... (laughs) He's not a very good boy. Yeah, he is not. Well, AJ will be starting there. You keep going. Okay, next, AFC North. Snoop, my favorite team in the AFC North. AFC North. Okay, so who would that be? The North would be... You're right. It's the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> yeah, Ozzie Newsome. Oh, all right. All right. All right. So with the uh, number 25 overall pick out of South Carolina, they selected tight end Hayden Hurst. Whatever. Uh, more interesting was their 118th overall pick 
Anthony Averett from the Crimson Tide, who is immediate be, impact player. He's gonna be a stud. Yeah. He he could have gone in the first round. He was he was my. You mean he could have gotten the first round because they can pick anybody at that point well, that hasn't been picked? Remember we set the over under at four and a half, and he was my he was my back and forth. Yeah, on how did that go for you? So I got real close because there are thirty two picks in the first round. And Anthony Averett was my next pick, and he went one hundred and eighteen. <laughs> so so I was super just close, right there, so, just, right on the edge, yeah. man. And so then, wait, well, who won that? It, was it you over? Did. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it was under <laughs> by four. But Alabama did have 12 players selected overall, which was the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the 215th pick from the University of Alabama, center Bradley Bozeman. Oh, okay. All right. Overall draft <laughs> grade uh, from NFL.com is an A-, minus. so this was Ozzie Newsome. Oh, very uh, nice. Alabama uh, Hall of Famer, NFL... Is he in the NFL Hall of Fame? I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Tight end? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't so, know. <laughs> okay. So this was his last draft. So uh, good. I'm trying to see here if they got anybody else. Oh, hello. Number 32 overall. Yes. Last pick in the first round. That's what I was clapping for earlier. The stud. <laughs> I think he's going to be the flashiest quarterback, a rookie quarterback we've seen in a while. Uh, quarterback out of Louisville. Lamar Jackson, Heisman Trophy winner. Guy's a stud. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And like we said earlier, he's already got a chip on his shoulder. That's right. Moving on. AFC South, my favorite team, the I AFC South. I want to say South. the Colts, but you're going to say the Jaguars. I'm going to say the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're going to win the division. Uh, their number one pick was the winners. 29 overall. Uh, defensive tackle Tavin Bryan out of Florida. Um, nothing real flashy here. That I see, they got they picked up uh, Ronnie Harrison, a safety out of Alabama, 93rd overall pick. They got another SEC player, Mississippi State uh, punter Logan Cook at 247. I think he was the only punter taken in. Oh, was he in the draft? Oh no, sorry, 247 overall. I think yeah. he was the only punter taken in the draft. Yeah. Well, and if that's if that's an Jag- important aspect I, of the game, I, I was hoping my especially Jags- when you especially when you look at the quarterback situation. Thank you. I was hoping my Jags were... Why. Like, the Jags could have gotten Lamar Miller. No, no, if no, no. If the no, Jags no. could have got... Or, or Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson, sorry. If the Jags got Lamar Jackson, they're winning the Super no, Bowl. No, 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 no. No, no. See, they went smart. They're like, hey, let's just stay with Bordelais no. at quarterback. But, 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 but we're going to draft the best punter. Because we know we're going to need a good punter. Well, this brings... They, that's called hedging. Hey, they hedged. People that need good punters and cut their whole kicking team. Now, we're moving on to my favorite AFC West team, the Oakland Raiders. Oh, God. All right. Uh, number one overall pick, 15. 15th pick, Colton Miller, offensive tackle uh, UCLA. Um, they also got a cat defensive tackle out of Sam Houston, P.J. Hall. They had the worst. Oh, they, they, they had give the worst. Him, they give him a uh, NFL.com gives the Raiders an overall grade of C. I saw uh, grades as low as D minus for Gruden's first. Yeah, I guess draft they back. reached on that first guy. They thought, well, he probably would. Well, this there in the their third second round. round pick was a non FBS player. This P.J. Hall. That's fine. But they think that he's happens. they think he's the real deal, which I respect. So wasn't Jerry Rice a non FBS player? Where'd Jerry Joe go? Joe Flacco was. Because he was Carson Delaware, Wentz was. He was a Delaware Blue Hen. Where'd Jerry go? Uh, like, didn't he go to, like, I'll look it up. You yeah, keep going. I don't remember. Okay, uh, moving on. We're doing the NFC East. Who's my favorite NFC East team? 
The wa- team from Washington? The team from Washington is correct with their first round pick, number 13 overall, Deron Payne out of University of Alabama. They're, this is what this was my favorite pick for them of the draft. Number 59 overall, the running back out of LSU, Darius Geese. Geis. Geis. Juice. <laughs> I like juice. to call him the juice. The juice is G-U-I-C-E. The lice. I know he's got a lot of problems off the field, but that kid can run. That's the, one of the best running backs LSU has had in a long time since Fournette. Oh, thank you. Well, but he ran but with that, Fournette. But he was, <laughs> he but ran he was with a, Fournette. But he was a rookie. Fournette was a look, rookie last year. So right. He that was the best running back they had since, since last, last year. year. Yeah. And and you know when you're a team like LSU that averages what eleven and a half points a game, maybe well, twenty yeah. points per two games. Uh, we might get into this later. That's but, pretty good. Um, so first off, Jerry Rice went to Mississippi Valley State. Oh, so I would not have guessed that. Yep. What city is that in? Oh, Vicksburg. Vicksburg. That's yeah. my guess. Uh, okay. While well, he's it. googling, I got it right here. I would like to move. Itabena. That's not how you say that. I. <laughs> It a bit of Mississippi. It a bit of Mississippi. I T A B E N A. It a bit. It a bit. I I bet it's like Ida Bita. Ida Bita. Ida Bina. Ida Bita. If he'd been better. It a bit. It a bit of Mississippi. It a bit Okay. It a bit of Mississippi. Anyway, it's Alabama. You may be wondering. I'm not. It a bit is derived from the Choctaw phrase "itibina," which means forest camp. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. I dig that. Okay. So they're a SWAC, SWAC program. Another so. uh, notable draft pick for the Washington, the, or excuse me, the team from Washington, uh, number 197 overall linebacker of the University of Alabama, Sean Dion Hamilton. Kid's going to be good. Is that two first names or is it Dion Hamilton is his last name? Sean Dion, I think, is his first name. Okay. But that's five or six Bama players on the team from Washington in the last three years, which is intriguing to me. How I like so? it. They're Bama light. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I still think Alabama could beat the Redskins, but uh, we'll see. Team from Washington. Uh, overall grade for the team. Oh, yeah, sorry. The team from Washington, B-plus from the NFL.com. All right, moving on real quickly. NFC North. Snoop, my favorite team from the NFC North. Vikings. Correct. Yes! Uh, number 30 <laughs> pick overall, Mike Hughes, uh, cornerback out of the national champions, UCF. Um, that's right. Citronauts. That's right. The Citronauts. National champions. Uh, other notable picks. Let's see. We got a kid, Jalen Holmes, 102 overall out of uh, the Poison Nuts. And a kid out of Tulane and Appalachia State. I like their deep dives here. Uh, so looking good. And a Central Michigan pick. Overall grade, A- minus for the Vikings. Now we're now we're cooking with. Well, guys. can I can we talk yeah, about the yeah. since we're on the NFC sure. North? Sure. Can we talk about the most intriguing or uh, most heartfelt? Well, you Rowdy, you I'm like talking about heart? You. I'm not going to stop you. Go uh, for it. Pick from the NFC North, the Packers or oh no, it wasn't the Packers. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Keep going. We'll keep, we'll, we'll <laughs> move on here. All right, my favorite team from the NFC South. Oh, your favorite team? Yeah. Falcons. Hotlanta. Yes. With the 26th overall pick, Calvin Ridley out of the University of Alabama. They got Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. 
trouble. That's uh, trouble. Matt Ryan's going to throw for about 7,400 yards this season. Just you think he can break the record? I mean, that's down. a really good receiving quarterback. I think he can break he, the uh, like with, yards uh, record. What is it, like 5,500, around 5,500? 5, 55, 56, something like that. You think he with can break that? With the core they got, man, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. And But they got great running backs, too. But the cool thing about Atlanta is they throw to both Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman. Mm-hmm. So that's... Uh, Ain't nothing cool about it. That's receptions and Hotlanta and Yak there too. So they got an overall rating of a B plus from NFL.com. Okay. Um, So moving on, my favorite team from the NFC West. It's the 49ers, but it should be the Seahawks. No, it should not be the Seahawks because I don't trust um, what's his face, their quarterback. Uh, you don't trust their quarterback? No. Russell his, Wilson? Russell Wilson, no. You don't trust that quarterback? No. He's Why? Got, it's his eyes. He's got Rondé and Tiki Barber eyes. Oh, yeah. Something See, those just, aren't good eyes. No, it's just something about those it. Those aren't eyes you trust. No. You don't uh-uh. look in those eyes and trust, right, no. Rowdy? No, I'm not all You're about playing that. solitaire. Anyway, this is going to be... He's playing Minesweeper. <laughs> I'm uh, doing all right. This ah! is, uh, is going to be good for Snoop here. The 49ers with the ninth overall pick. Pick the Golden Domer. Mike McGlinty! Mike McGlinty, offensive tackle, who I hear could be the best offensive tackle to ever play the game. <laughs> That's what I hear, yeah. In, in terms of measurables. Absolutely. And, and measurables action. are important. That's all that yeah. really matters. That's why Josh Allen is going to be an all-pro for the next San 27 Francisco, years. I like it. They got a wide receiver out of Washington, linebacker out of BYU, safety out of Southern Mississippi. Good quarterback. They got some... Good head coach. They got some stuff going on. They get mm-hmm. an over... And a great uh, manager or GM with Lynch. Oh, you I think, think so? He, yeah, I think yeah, he's going to be good. Overall grade for the 49ers, we got a B. Now I want to talk about this guy. I think I just, I think that's it. I so, think I'm through him. Yep. Okay. So the most uh, heartwarming story out of the g- draft, uh, Shaquem the, Griffin. The guy with one hand. Yeah, Shaquem Griffin. Oh, yeah. Was drafted by the, the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that kid. I think in the he's fifth a good round, player. that's where his twin brother plays. With Shaquille two hands. Griffith, with two hands. Oh, he plays for the Seattle? Seattle. He plays for Seattle, oh, that's the cool. Seahawks. Yeah, he mm, got drafted in, the, cool. I think, the third round last year. So, Mr. Pete Carroll took them, took in the the uh, the twin. So, what I think. What kind of gum do you think Pete Carroll chews? Because oh, it's, it's something. Huge. It's something terrible. I feel like I it's think like it's those big baseball gums. No, that you I think get it's overly minty. Run. It's too minty. Now, see, I think it's, it's sugary. No, it's too minty. I think it's, it's like, like the, one of those big ass gumballs you chew for like three minutes and then the flavor's gone. That's why he's always throwing it out and eating more. So he's like he he gets one of those he gets one of those novelty gums from the candy store that yeah, you, like in you like drop Gatlinburg, in, Tennessee. Yeah, you turn and it says. Like warning, do not consume in one sitting, and he's yeah. like challenge accepted. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably got more ink on it than it does like sugar coating. Yeah, and he just takes it all down. Hey, if I, I played football, I would like playing for. Pete it's Carroll. something. It's one of those like fake mint flavors, like frostical mint or something. It's like really. It's no. It's just. It's really bad. Cement. That see that Seahawks how, cement. <laughs> See what I did there? I well, I see something see, else. You, you thought did. I was I going thought, somewhere else. I see something else you did there. You're right. Yeah, we're not talking about Christian. So Shaquem Griffin got drafted by the Seahawks. That's pretty cool. really cool story. He's really. I think he's going to be. Uh, he's really rich. Really. Well, I don't know. He might not even get to play, but he will. 
He, he's not going to get. He's an impact player. He's not going to get. I don't uh, understand Sam, Michael Sam. I don't understand what the what the hesitation was when you look at some of these guys that play with the big old clubs on their hands. When they have a broken hand Look, or a broken forearm. I would rather have a guy that was born without a hand than a guy that blew three fingers off lighting off M80s. Well, he wasn't born without a hand. He just had it cut off because of a nerve issue. Wow. I would rather have a guy that decided to have his hand cut off because it hurted than a guy that blew off three fingers with an M80. Yeah, I mean, that says something about, you know, his And he had it cut off at, like, a very young age. Young age, age yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which props to his parents for hearing their child out. Yeah. So good on him. So those are your picks. Those are your those are your teams. That's my highlights your, for my teams. Your this eight year. favorite teams. And I'll go out on a limb and say they're all going to make the playoffs. Wow. Okay. That's why I like them. Yeah. Do we want to go? I I have the Colts info here real quick. If we have just a minute or two. Sure. 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 Let me. Look, we have nothing but time. Let me look this up. So the Colts uh, pick. So SB Nation gave the Colts draft a B. But who'd they pick first? So they're... uh, Quinton Nelson. Let's see, yeah. Quinton Nelson with the sixth overall pick. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the Probably second round, graded out as the best guard to ever play. Oh my the game. God! Listen to this. In the second round, the Colts found the perfect Tampa two linebacker in Darius Leonard from South Carolina State. Good luck, Colts fans. How's that Tampa two treating <laughs> yeah. you? Are you kidding me? They're gonna go back to the Tampa two. Is Tony Dungy coming back? Is Bob Sanders coming back? Tony is Dungy Fat Gar- is this? Fat Gary Brackett coming back with Robert Mathis Baby and Dwight Franey? Yeah. The hey, Tampa 2 is the worst defense in football. When are we going to get rid of this? I'm not going to get into this. With the linebackers that are in football today, hey, you Robbie, cannot run the Tampa 2. Do not engage. You can't. Don't engage. I will not. <laughs> See, that this, works with me, but this I didn't is think how, it worked with him. This is how he feels, and I think his Tampa feelings two are valid. Sucks. That I hate that defense. As a former, as a recovering Colts fan, Tampa two defense well, straight is the Tampa worst. Two, yes, I understand. It's the worst. That's, yeah, that's fair. You just run up the gut. If you don't people, have to do people anything. People are over. Like teams have figured out how to beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Teams figured out how to beat it in two thousand four. 2006, mm, no. maybe. There we 2006. go. Like seven, eight. Like, yeah, right More now. like six. Okay. Yeah. Once Bob Sanders couldn't spear people anymore coming up the middle, then it was over. That's a terrible defense. It is. It's <laughs> well, atrocious. We, yes. I'm not going to disagree atrocious. that if you... It's vanilla, soft, Tony you, Dungy defense. If, it's the worst. If you play that same Tampa 2, yes. But any, what, four, uh, three, four is... Or four three is essentially a Tampa. That's a two. dumb lineup too. The only acceptable you got to have a nose. The only acceptable defense, as far as I'm concerned, is a three four. Somebody then you can have those guys coming off the end, and you have a big ass nose guard like a Don Terry Poe that can stuff up two lanes right. and just right. do it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Somebody hire this guy. I'm telling you, <laughs> he knows. They play, I would. They play for me. He has his masters. So they play he for does. me. Yeah. In history, so he knows what happened. I Is it my know. turn? Can I, I talk? It's your turn. Go for All it. All right. So I know what you happened. got a bunch of numbers for us? I got some What's numbers What's this for about? You. Baseball? Uh, baseball. Woo! All right. I'll, I'm going to take a potty break. Yeah. Right. Actually, I'm going to take a coconut. Yeah, you guys just I'm gonna, both You, you want to eat this back up? I'm going to go take a leak. You keep eating coconut, those cookies. Toasted coconut cookies. Those are delicious. Cookies. So, end of April. April is yes. over. Um, so I thought we could recap what's happened so far in the Major League Baseball season. Mm-hmm. You're just going to chew in the microphone, aren't you? 
Man, I love you. I love you as a person, not as a co-host. So far, here's what we have. Uh, Boston is leading the AL East uh, by two and a half games. Cleveland is uh, up in the Central by three games over Detroit, which is sort of a surprise, but at the same time, they're still not over 500 at 13 and 16. Houston, uh, no surprise, is 20 and 11 and leading the West. In the National League, the uh, the the right league, uh, because they don't have a designated hitter. Atlanta is winning the East, which is surprising everybody. They've got the youth movement going on there. They're eighteen and eleven. They're leading the East. Washington is they way got my down. They boy Suzuki. They're they yes they do. They're, Washington is way down in fourth at fourteen and sixteen right now. So oh that's, really? I haven't looked at the standings in a while. Yeah, it's yeah really that surprising. is. Because Bryce Harper's getting impatient because he's getting all these walks and they're pitching around him, and now he's swinging at stupid stuff. Could be. I, he, did you see him bunt on the first pitch the other night? That's no. not something you want to do. With <laughs> no, both I both get Harper it. and is and uh, Rizzo are batting uh, lead or uh, yeah lead off right now. Now so they are. They've inter- moved. Kind in, of yeah. interesting. Yeah, because yeah. they keep getting pitched around. So it's and like I think he just passed Sir Didi for the number one ranking. Oh, He's back to number one. Didi's at two. St. Louis is leading the Central. Cubs are you down in third, and St. Louis Arizona's Where leading the, the West blaze, again. Rained all day. Na na na. Some sell yank. Oh, Some s- somewhat surprising that Arizona's up there, but you know, with the uh, power reduction that's happening there at Chase Field, maybe it's not so surprising. Yeah, there's one know. guy that's hitting in Zona though, AJ Pollock. We're yes. not going to talk about him. Dong City. And the Dodgers are down at 12 and 17. Good. So that's kind of the overview of what's going on there uh, in the standings. But what I really want to talk about is something that has never happened before in the history of Major League Baseball. And what? It happened in April. This what? seems like this is going to be a deep dive because they keep it's, stats on everything. It's not that deep of a dive. This is the first time ever in the history of baseball that in a month there have been more strikeouts than hits. Ever. Really? Yes. More strikeouts than hits. So that we, explains why I went three for thirty the other night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we're going to deep dive into what exactly is happening. So. In 2017, we're just going to go back one year because, yeah, we can go back all the way to 1865 or 1868 um, if you want to, but I we're not do going not to. Want yeah, to. Yeah, 1865 World Series was the Confederates versus, <laughs> versus the Americans. Yeah. I think it was 1866 was like the red, <laughs> red the stockings. Were, um, strikeouts in 2017 uh, for April, 6,045. Hits, 6,185. So we're almost to the point so where it's they're about e- a push. Almost yeah. so we're equal. Yeah. Which is... A big change over time, but fifty-one forty-nine. You're looking, you're looking at the at the trend happening this year. Yeah, there was strikeouts in April, six thousand six hundred fifty-six strikeouts. Hits six thousand three hundred sixty-one. So, so we're, we're down what three hundred? We are up six hundred home runs after uh, off of last year, or six hundred strikeouts off of last year. Okay, six hundred more strikeouts. And we're, the difference between hits and strikeouts this year is 300. Where this is fascinating. Interpret this data. So here's, what, here's what's happening. The fly ball era, the fly ball revolution is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. What's that mean? What they figured out. The shift. Who's they? They being baseball. Okay. The, big, the baseball. Baseball big baseball. Big baseball. Big baseball. Big baseball. We're going to talk about big baseball at the end of this because it's actually kind of interesting. <laughs> Here to hear first, we talk about Major League Basketball and Big Baseball <laughs> in this podcast. Right. 
So what's happening is basically when you hit the ball in the air, yes, you are more likely to get one. You are obviously more likely to get a home run, but you're also more likely to get an uh, an extra base hit. So double, triple. When you hit it in the air. When you hit it in the air. Okay. So what's happened over the past few years, since 2013 really has been when the trend has started, is is teams are hitting it in the in the air more and striking out more. In the air. <laughs> giving it up for the air. <laughs> uh, they're giving it, they're, they're just selling out for the big hit. So they're mm. the... They're swinging for the fences. Swinging for the fences. Yeah. So strikeouts are up. Uh... Launch angle is up. Exit velocity is actually down, which is interesting, and we're going to talk it's about the that. new ball. Yeah. Home runs to fly ball rate has been up over the past four years. So home oh. run to fly ball rate is how many home runs do you get for every fly ball you have? So in 20... Let me pull this up real quick. Stall, stall, stall. That'd be... This ratio would be dongs to flies? Dongs to flies. Okay. Yeah, how many dongs to flies? In 2013, mm-hmm. the Orioles led the league in dongs to flies at 12.9%. In 2017, we're looking at a dongs to fly ratio of 15.6%. Is this an just actual this thing month. that people talk about, or is this just our podcast? This is this baseball. Is this is baseball. Dongs to flies. Dongs to fly dongs ratio to flies. is a sports, sports, sports trademark <sighs> registered. Exclusive. Yes, dongs okay. to flies is, is that's our that's, that's our us. thing. That's our okay. thing. Yeah, I just. Want to make sure I'm aware of what you have to worry about is when the dong comes out brain. of the fly, but dongs to fly were straight. So if you so right, <laughs> no, cool. no, no, cool. ignoring you. This yeah. is a family Neat. show. That landed. So, so right there, you can see people are are hitting more home runs, mm-hmm. but they're also hitting more fly. They're not necessarily they're in that. getting them up in the air. They're more. getting the, them up in the air more. Why is this? 2015. Hit? Strikeout rate was just over 20%. 2016, strikeout rate was 21.1%. Strikeout rate in 2017, 21.6%. In 2018, just in April, 22.1%. The pitchers are better. No, the pitchers aren't better. Okay. People are mm-hmm. understanding that if you hit the ball on the ground... You're done. Yes. And you, it goes to the second baseman and they throw it to the first baseman, that's an out. If you hit the... That would it, be a what out? What, a what to what? Four to three. Four to three. Four, four three. Four three out. Yeah. If you hit the, if you strike out, mm-hmm. just swinging as hard as you can. Yes. And you miss, that's still an out. Right. If you hit the ball four hundred feet, it's a K. Bring them up on the warning track. It's an upside down K too. Swing and miss. I think it's sw- a oh, swinging no, no, K no. is an upside down K. I, I'm looking. sorry, I was, uh, looking K is looking. An upside down. Yeah. Um, if you hit the ball four hundred feet. And it's caught in center field on the warning track. That's an out. Well, hell, it's if you count, hit 400 feet out, most parks, that's out. Uh, not in center field. But if it, an out counts the same. So what they're what people are finally realizing is, hey, an out's an out. An out doesn't matter. So if we're going to get an out, let's try and pop the thing over the it fence. It only took 160 years. It only, well, not quite 160, <laughs> but it took a while for people to realize. Because it used to be, that, like, you're laughing, but yeah, that's what it used to be is you... Get a guy on first, and then you hit it, and you try and advance the runner, and this is slow pace of play, and then you have uh, power through through the corners that you're trying to get these guys to just hit home run after home run. Yeah. But for the most part, you were trying to get guys that were getting average. 
that they were just hitting it more often. I got a question. And what ended up happening is like, I don't care if the guy hits 250 or 350. What I need is a guy that hits 250 and hits it over the fence. Yes. Question. Yeah. Is, is them figuring out that they got to get the ball up in the air caused by the shift? No. I don't think so. Not necessarily. The shift was caused by um, people understanding where the ball was hit. But they're shifting for ground balls because if you pop it in the air, the shift doesn't do anything. Not necessarily. You shift your outfielders, too. Okay. Yeah. So ground ball rate. That's that new graphic they got all these games that I don't understand. So the ground ball rate has changed, too. Since 2015, ground ball rate. So these are balls in play. 45% of balls were ground balls. Now 40% are. Huh. So they're not hitting the ball on the ground anymore. You're tr- the, people are changing the way that they're they're uh, approaching pitches to try and hit the ball in the air. Hey, hit the ball in the air. Maybe it goes out. Maybe it doesn't. In the air. Or you go. It drops into a gap because you've got four infielders and you got three outfielders, and those outfielders are are spread out. and they're trying to cover a lot more space. Right. So that's the way the game is changing. Um, Launch angles have changed. So launch angle is rowdy how they the ball comes off the bat. The trajectory. Yeah, okay. the trajectory. It's changed three degrees. So doesn't from, sound like much. Uh, well, agreed. Not, agreed. Not not much. <laughs> not much when you're standing at home, but it's a lot when you start extrapolating out that angle. Yeah, I know how geometry works. Do you? Okay, so that's a lot. Yeah. And then when you start adding... Is it? Sounds like <laughs> it is. It's, a, it's enough to Seems start... Seems like statistical noise. It, it's not oh, statistical. It's not statistical. fighting noise. words with a baseball fan. No, it's, it's not. When you consider that... Once when, you officially have your master's, you can you, tell me it's not When you start looking at... <laughs> but I've home, not seen the Home runs yet. in from 2017 to 2018 are down, but runs are up by over 150. So people are hitting more uh, extra base... Hit, getting more extra base hits and and driving. Yeah, they're all on my team. <laughs> yeah, well, one is DD. Uh, hey, I'm second in ops. Yeah. Maybe by the end of the night, first. Yeah. But here's what's interesting. Here's here's what I think is interesting that that all the teams are starting to look at this. They're starting to look and say, all right, launch angle. We got all the get, teams but the Reds, right? All the teams but the Reds. <laughs> the Reds are like, just fire the manager. Yeah. He's clearly the problem. <laughs> Uh, well, they got some. They got some young talent though coming up. So they're, do they? They're, they they do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that that Senzel kids. He could be the truth. And Luis Castillo, once he gets back on on track, maybe mm-hmm. you got some good pitching coming up. So you start looking at launch angle, and you start saying, "Hey, hit the ball in the air." You're going to start getting on base more, allegedly. You're going to start getting extra base hits, allegedly. But what happens is people are giving up uh, hard hitting for launch angle for putting the ball in the air so they're not hitting the ball as hard your exit velocity over the past five years has been down almost two miles per hour meaning people are making contact and they're putting the ball up but they're not necessarily putting the ball hard so people who would normally maybe be a good uh long single or long double hitter now they're hitting the ball higher and not as hard, so it's falling. So that's why I think home runs are down this year. But uh, it's interesting to start looking at those two things when you when um, everybody, all the teams have started to sell out to this idea of, of the fly ball. Hmm. We want more fly balls. 
but it's not working for every player. Players are hitting the ball in the air more. They're getting outs more. Um, and maybe these, some of these players need to start thinking about maybe I'm a, a batting average player instead of a power player. So nobody wants to be that. Nobody does. The, that's not what gets you the big money. Right. You know, that's why you have guys like that are hitting 250 and hitting 40, 50 home runs, getting major, uh, uh, major contracts because. It used to be you had to hit 320 to get a contract, but nobody cares about batting average anymore. They want on-base percentage, and they want OPS, they want home runs because an out is an out is an out, and that makes sense. Like that was the was it Earl Weaver used to talk about the most uh, precious thing you have in oh, a baseball Earl. game. Yeah. Oh, Earl, yeah, Earl, you yep. know, you know, Mr. most precious Weaver. thing you have in any baseball game is outs. Don't That's give just them up. Totally something he would say. It is. It doesn't it sound is. just like him. Buck, old Buck Weaver. Um, you only get twenty-seven of them, so don't waste them on don't waste them on sacrifices. Just don't try and bunt. Don't do any of these things that uh, I like he was doing sacrifi- this back in the sixties, seventies, and eighties. I 80s. like the sacrifice because it gives me RBIs. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, but yeah. you can also, but they also count sac like a sacrifice if you're moving the player into scoring um, position, scoring position, yeah. which doesn't give you an RBI. Right. So, um, but here's the part about big baseball. You mentioned big baseball. Big baseball. Rob Manfred apparently has been talking about how, um, you, well, you both agree, baseball's kind of boring, you would say. To yes. watch. Yes. yes. What's more exciting in baseball? To, to see a guy hit a home run and trot around the bases mm-hmm. like an old man. Right. Or to see an amazing defensive play. I don't know. I don't usually Rowdy. watch the game. <laughs> Rowdy, you're out. It depends. Reed. Like what? What when you're looking at web gems? When you're looking at what's the highlight plays? Are you looking at oh look at this home run that you I'm get usually watching the other night? I did YouTube the other day, guys getting thrown at home from the warning track, hmm. and that was exciting. Right. So the defense. It was plays. mainly all Bo Jackson. <laughs> Bo Jackson and Ichiro. Yeah, yeah. Ichiro and yeah. a little Yasiel Puig. Yeah, Yasiel. But Ichiro can throw from the warning track to home plate, and the ball's not six feet off the ground the entire time. So it's ex- it's a laser. So it's so that's exciting. Yeah, the on-field action. Cool. That's the exciting part. If, also, did you see the Bartolo Colon play where he threw the ball to first base behind his back and then just kept trotting to the dugout, like, never broke stride. Never. It was so awesome. So you're, that's so Bartolo. <laughs> I know. I want to pick up Bartolo. Nobody cares that he has a second family. <laughs> no, nobody talks about that. <laughs> yeah. So defensive plays are the more exciting part of baseball. That's what keeps people intrigued is like, oh, my gosh, did you see that guy Except die for, for that? Except for the initial dong, I agree. Right. Yeah. Or or the big, like, the perfect moment. Right. Like the ninth inning, 0-0, tied game. Yeah. Like, you hit a home run there. For the most part, like, the amazing uh, shortstop diving play throws it to second. The Ozzie Smith, double play. the Nolan Arenado. That's what's exciting, the, right? Yeah. So yeah. if we start moving baseball in this direction where more there's more fly balls, there's more home runs, there's more runs from big hits, then we're going to get less and less of those exciting defensive plays. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Right. Yeah. So there's less and less interest. We're just anticipating this big play. It kind of actually moves towards like a soccer mentality. There's less big defensive plays, less highlight real plays that we see. Is that the cops outside? I don't know. I just see some flashing lights. I'll open the... We're probably good. I'll open the blinds after this. Damn cops. So Manfred is kind of like saying, well, what do we do with this? 
How do we get more defensive plays? So it used to be, oh... Who's Manfreda? Rob Manfred is the commissioner of baseball. So you... Manfreda. I didn't know that. Yeah. Nelson Manfreda. Yeah, I thought it was uh, somebody else. After he changed the ball to get more offense... Lowered the seams. Lowered the seams. Which is messing up my boy Ichiro. Trying to get... uh, Otani. Showtime. Yeah. So now it's kind of going back the other way. How, it regresses. How do, we, how do we deaden the ball? How do we get more infield plays? How do we get closer plays at first, closer plays at second, closer plays at thirds? So it's kind of interesting that the way we talked about this a couple weeks ago, how, um, how sports change. I think right. what, what you're going right. to see is more of these players, uh, as they're just selling out more and more for the long ball, selling out more and more for the home run, uh, they're going to start changing the sport again to try and figure out how do we get more exciting plays because that's what actually people pay for. It's not necessarily the 9-8 to eight game where you're just getting a bunch of home runs. Maybe it's the 3-2 to two game, but you've got a lot of exciting plays at second. So that's where we are in April. That's interesting, and it's early. It's really early. So I'll be interested the, to see the, later in the season how this pans out. But this is the first time it corrects itself, or I don't. I don't think it will. I think that this is this is baseball now. I think we've reached a tipping point over forty five percent, or under forty percent ground ball rate, uh, where we are seeing, and a higher than twenty two percent strikeout rate, where we're seeing this is this is normal baseball now. We're hmm. going to see 1-0 games. We're going to see 4-0 games. We're going to see more lopsided games, and we're going to see a lot more home runs. Let me get them saves. You, You're it, not going to get saves if it's 4-0. It's almost saves are going to be coming. Saves are one of those statistics that we're talking about in fantasy that are going to become more rare, and, and you can probably get an advantage if you have a guy that's going to get a lot of saves. Do you think there will ever hmm. be a split where there's like people who are like playing classic baseball like classic baseball leagues and then the new school? No, because there's, there would have to be intention. I'm not going to try and hit a home run. But now everybody's saying, like, No, you don't could change the rules. What rule would you change? But there are guys that don't try to hit home runs. Mm-hmm. There are situational hitters. There are some, but uh, historic, like over the past few years, like you have guys like Alex Avila that have went from 2016 to 2017 was changing his ground ball rate from by 22%. He went from, like... Trying to hit, just hit. He may have just made up that stat. For I power. doubt he knows it's twenty two percent. Or the scary How thing. Alex Avila. Plus thing is he probably yeah. biggest yeah. increase yeah. in percentage yeah. of air balls yeah. in, from twenty sixteen to twenty seventeen. Alex Avila plus twenty five point five percent. Brett Garner twelve percent. Travis Darno thirteen and a half percent. Josh Reddick fourteen percent. How these kinds of things are interesting to people. <laughs> what? All these numbers and percentages and stats. I mean, I get it, and I have to follow it now because I'm trying to win money. Right, right. You're, you're like me. It's all Roto. about the heart, you know? Yeah, no, totally. That's like... No! Well, not in baseball because I don't know really who any of the players are, and I don't really have a team, so I'm just like looking at stats and trying to find the next guy that's going to be somebody, but yeah... I would rather I, root with my heart than with my head. This isn't okay, rooting. Well, this isn't rooting. This is explaining what you're seeing, like no, I get quantitatively yeah. saying how has the but game changed. But this is your jam versus rooting. Yeah. You would rather do this than root. With, in baseball yes. specifically, yes. yes. In baseball specifically, I would rather like yeah. look at because you don't really have a baseball. Team. I don't have a I baseball mean, you team. You like the Orioles mm-hmm. and yeah, but on the flip yeah. side, you could use my method, which is 
you hear a person's name, <laughs> you do a Google image search, <laughs> you just kind of scan through the page, get a and good feel see for if their, they got a big dumb face or not. Yeah, the variety yeah. of their facial expressions, right. and you think like, this seems like a good guy. Who was telling me that this there is a stat now for face a baseball face, or there used to be a stat what? for a baseball face. I don't. Know I think this. it was my uh, my our, our buddy this Adair. made up. Our buddy Adair was saying that they used to keep a stat. The scouts. Oh, like, oh, I believe that, that there was a there, the the Doesn't stat was does he have a baseball face or not? I believe that. And that uh, they used to talk about all, who's like, the pine tar guy from Kansas City, Brett George Brett George Brett. Yeah. Uh, said he had one of the, he was one of the highest rated baseball faces in I history. I believe it. They used to talk about anything. Oh, he doesn't look it's like crazy. he doesn't look like a, that a first is, baseman. That but that's what they talk crazy. They still do that now in football. They still do that now. Oh, he looks like a quarterback. He's got poise. Well, he's a gym rat. Yeah. yeah, they still do that. Well spoken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just all that coded. That's crazy to me. And and you're building your your own uh, biases into right. those sorts of For sure. Those things where when you start stripping it away and you start start looking at the numbers, like you could start taking some of those biases away. Yeah. Not all of them because <laughs> you still have biases within the numbers, but some of them you yeah. can take them away. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I would I would say in baseball, yes. I, when I look at baseball, these are the things I really like looking at. I this like, is interesting though, and, and I hope we have a follow up because we only have like what like thirty five months left of the baseball yeah, season. I'll keep tracking so, this. I'll keep yeah. tracking this uh, month over month. But I think I will not be surprised if every month this season now. The, uh, every month this season that there are more strikeouts than hits. But I will say this. If it was just an anomaly, it was probably due to weather. Well, this month for sure, yes. because there were so if, many delays and postponements. Right. But and pl- double headers. But plus 300. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Especially since what last year it was like under 100. It was under 100. Yeah. And I didn't go back too far, but it, the, the trend, you can start seeing the lines start to to merge yeah so i think this is this is new baseball this is the way baseball is going to play you could almost call it breaking news breaking news this is the honk ball era we got a new baseball (laughs) baseball is dead long live honk ball yeah there you go rowdy what you got all right well you know i'm gonna leave this is gonna be rich i can already tell Uh, matthew He had to go to the can. Okay, he went to the can. Yeah. Well, one of one of the topics that I feel like comes up a lot of times, post show, pre show, is LeBron James. Oh, who again? We, co- we covered last again, week. I was gonna say. And one of the topics that comes up is LeBron versus Jordan. Jordan versus LeBron. Oh, you know, what is, is this? What me. is this legacy gonna be? Um, Shouldn't even be a discussion. Why? Because you think LeBron is the tops? No. I think Michael Jordan is the top. And I hated Michael Jordan. Really? Yeah. Well, I will agree with you in one key area that Jordan far surpasses LeBron. Without a doubt. That He's, one area but I is... Can't, what is this, like Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp? We're doing LeBron, Michael Jordan? Yeah. Okay. So Here we go. The one area that I will say that, that Jordan surpasses LeBron is hair. He didn't have any hair. Exactly. 
and he but was LeBron, okay, but and LeBron, he was okay with it. That's but, the difference, uh, right? And, and so LeBron it, has a moving hairline. Yeah, exactly. And so and that, the irony is he has a barbershop show too. It's like mm-hmm. what is that? Bar- what is that barber thinking? So in 1989, <laughs> with his hairliner seating. Jordan shaved his head clean, and he went on to have fly the higher. most iconic bald head in recorded human history. Really? According to GQ Even over magazine, common? according to GQ magazine, bald men everywhere should worship him as a god for making the bald head manly and, to- and totemic. Sure, there was Yul Brynner and Telly Savalas, but Jordan was like a hairless Hercules, a Superman with a noble pate that made him look stronger than Samson, grinning like a death's head at the opponents he would dunk over. Taking flight, his airness made hair seem unaerodynamic. Like bad design, Jordan's baldness made him as changeless as a sculpture, monumental. So... LeBron, however... We're doing a LeBron Michael thing, yeah. by the way, Snoop. No, well, yeah, I got that. Okay. It's checked out. Meanwhile, okay. <laughs> uh, LeBron refuses to embrace life as a bald man. Instead, he clings to his ever-dwindling <laughs> patches of hair. This is better than I thought it was going to be. And his receding hairline has even become the subject of endless fascination. Are we going to talk about Trainwreck, the movie Trainwreck, at some point? We might. Okay. <laughs> So his hairline has become the subject That's when of, I first of became interested in LeBron's hairline. fascination and ridicule among NBA fans. For more, we turn to Sports 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 investigative reporter Corey Correspondent. Corey? Thanks, Rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you back to the early 20 teens. As LeBron's hair began to thin... I don't know, man. I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> what happening? As LeBron's hair began to thin... Uh, fans began to notice he, he was I, he was covering it up with with sweatbands. I do appreciate that he comes after me, where I'm like mm, numbers, and then he yeah, comes along yeah. and yeah, it works. Hairlines. <laughs> Go ahead and continue, Corey. Thanks, Rowdy. <laughs> uh, in 2013, by 2013, there was no there was no disputing the the movement of LeBron's hairline, and there were even rumors that LeBron was using concealers to thicken his hair up at the front, but. According to LeBron's personal barber, Nick Castamanos, there is no dye, no additives, no preservatives. Everyone thinks he's dyeing his hair using temporary hair colorings, big inner black ice. It's all his hair. They don't believe me. I get big in comments all the time. I've become numb to it. It used to bother me. It's not easy hearing that. LeBron is very tedious about how his hair is cut. The beard is the number one thing. It's a chin strap. He leaves the top up to me. I leave him less bald. He's my guy. He's my hardest haircut. He has good hair. You have to cut it right. He has a few patches around the chin that you have to take your time with. You have to have patience. It usually takes about 50 minutes. Good God. Yeah. To cut hair? 50 minutes and the guy's got like three millimeters worth of hair? Yeah. Well, despite... Uh, Nick Castamanos is all over the place. Let's get back to Corey. Uh, yeah, Corey. <laughs> when we... When we <laughs> <laughs> so despite Nick Castamanos' protests, when we zoom ahead to September 16th, 2014, LeBron shows up at the unveiling of the Nike LeBron 12 shoe with a noticeably more robust and defined hairline. Rumors begin to spread. Is it plugs? Or is it even hair, pl- hair transplant spray surgery? spray-on. 
Well, oh, yeah. It's like that guy from Chopped, the judge from Chopped that has the real powdery Are you talking pompadour. about cable television? I don't know. I'm out. Well, footage at the time <laughs> seems to show a strip scar at the, the back cord, at the back of his head. Oh, now, like now, a weave. Now this is no, this is a telltale sign of donor follicles being removed from the back of his head and placed on the top of his head. LeBron James strip scar. I'm looking it up. Look it up. <laughs> Around he had also been spotted in previous weeks wearing various types of hats. Now, at the time... What? He wore a hat? He wore various hats. And a hat. <laughs> Could he have been covering up hair transplant surgery? Well, uh, it's at hard the time, to say. Scalp Aesthetics, who offer scalp micropigment, micropigmentation hairlines, that is basically tattooing hair on your head. Oh, yeah. Google uh, Jermaine Jackson, and you'll see it. It's insane. We're kind of busy right now. Okay. So Sorry, Corey. Maybe later. Corey, Google Jermaine Jackson. All right. According to Scalp Aesthetics, his transplant means he will forever be a slave to his receding hairline. That's As he, that's kind of a loaded. Anyway. Oh, come on, snowflakes. Good God. As he loses more hair. I didn't say it. More painful surgery will be needed. He'll also need to look over his shoulder at his donor hair supply. Already quite thin, he doesn't have much hair left to relocate to the front, and we doubt he'll want to scar that hard-won physique with a body hair transplant. Besides, imagine the headlines if people found out his restored hair was actually from his chest, his back, or perhaps worse. Stranger things have happened. What would be worse? His back. The scalp aesthetics technique would have been a much better option. (laughs) After two to three procedures, he would have been set up for years. No donor hair issues, no pain, and no scars. However, two weeks later, at the Cavs' first practice of the year, LeBron showed up with a hairline that was even worse than before. Why? I don't know. This is all... Because all he does is read social media and react to it. That's always been my problem with him. He's the most self-aware player in the NBA. Why don't you let Corey talk? Sorry, Corey. Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) The mystery seemed to be solved with the release of the movie Trainwreck in 2015. That was the best thing he's ever done. In which LeBron sports... He was actually really good. He was great. He was great. Yeah, Yeah, if you notice, he has a full head of hair in in Trainwreck. That's Hollywood. That's so, why he wants to go to the Lakers because he needs that hairstylist. The theory is that the that the Did you get my Amazon wish list no. for my hundred dollars that I'm about to make. Hundred dollars. <laughs> so the theory is that the miraculously appearing hair, which occurred at the Nike event, was possibly uh, paid due for by to, Nike. No, due to the filming of Trainwreck. Oh right, mm-hmm. right. They sprayed it, and on. so it wasn't until the movie was they released got out later. the sharpies mm-hmm. and penciled it in. So, you fast forward to December 2016 when LeBron appeared on the cover of Sports Illustrated as the Sports Person of the Year. Now, at this point, while his hairline was fairly well defined, just to the north, he it, was, it, it was noticeably patchy. <laughs> A Deadspin article at the time listed the nine elements of the cover that were meant to distract you from his hair, ranked. Number one, safety pin on the lapel. Number two, railroad spike cuff. Number three, double double rings on his ring finger. Number four, pocket glasses. Number five, perfectly manicured beard. Number six, chunky neck, chunky turtleneck. Number seven, huge watch. Number eight, thick lapels. And number nine, textured shirt. 
obviously there's a lot going on there to distract you from the passion. Sounds like the way I dress every day. Wait, well, yeah, definitely with the safety pin for sure. Which is this? This was GQ. This is this is the uh, this is the Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year. Okay. See, he could snuff uh, all this out if he just grew it out and got it conked, and then he could like don't he could ball like he looks like Cat Williams. Don't. Like Cat Williams' hair? Don't. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> just grow it out, man. But, but LeBron chose to do the opposite. His right. next big hair moment occurred oh, on yeah, this is June nice. 15th, no, 2017, now. when LeBron shaved his head and posted a 21-second video to Instagram. Quote, bald head nut. Hashtag, I hear him praying on my downfall. Hashtag, can't stop, won't stop. Hashtag, strive for greatness. Rocket ship emoji. I don't know if he knows how hashtags work. That means he's going to Houston. Rocket ship emoji. This was this was in June. You know of what? If, what happens if he goes to Houston? I get paid, papered, mm-hmm. papered up. Then in no, October, October seventh, twenty seventeen, LeBron posted an Instagram video pointing at Dwayne Wade, saying, "Yo, is it not fair that it is not fair that he can grow his hair like that?" And in a later post, what I was trying to say is, why can't I just Velcro this off like, and put it on top of here, grabbing at his beard? Yeah, what are you sharing? Obviously, obviously the hair so is, not is a, a big issue. Not for only is he wishing he had Dwayne Wade's hair, it wasn't enough that he learned how to flop from Dwayne Wade. He also really wants his hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then a few weeks later for Halloween, LeBron dressed as notable five-head Pennywise the Clown from It, which led to countless Twitter jokes about LeBron and what Pennywise did you just having call the same hairline. Oh. He's a five-head. You got a forehead and then a five head. That's because he's a Probably clown, a six bro. Head. Yeah. Oh. I've never heard that term. Jazz beat the rock. You've never tonight. heard of five head no. instead of forehead? Nope. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Pennywise is probably a six head, but yeah. Uh, lots you of Twitter talk jokes. Babip? I've heard of that. No. <laughs> but throughout this season, LeBron seems to have finally embraced his hairline. He's not been trying to disguise it with sweatband. There haven't been any surgeries. He did wear the sweatband in high school. I'm saying this season. Yeah, this it was season. High. It was a high head. Right. Night. He's just letting its full patchy glory show. But interestingly, as LeBron's hair has disappeared, his Ugh. public his public his public perception has soared, which raises the question: Are the two related? It's his power. Well, according to the article, Ooh, like Samson. Mm, well, inverse power. I want to talk to Samson. Well, I want to talk to Samson. According to the article, has LeBron's baldness made him more likable? A cultural investigation by John McDermott. Oh my God! <laughs> looking at <laughs> Google, me? looking at Google search trends data. Rank these things: Rowdy talking about Airbud for an hour and a half, or Rowdy talking about this for an hour it's and a half. It's a push. <laughs> <laughs> so interest in LeBron's hairline began in July 2010. Now, that's the same month that the decision, the uh, the ESPN special where LeBron and he was taking his talents yes. to South Beach, uh, which we referenced earlier. Yes. Which that was, went over which your fully quaffed head. Yes. Which yeah. was almost universally hated by NBA fans. Yeah. So Cleveland fans that's burned their jerseys. I, that's when he lost me. And so given how much he was hated at the moment, it's natural that his fans would also begin to uh, pick apart his uh, diminishing hairline. 
searches for Le- LeBron's hairline spiked also when he and the Heat won the NBA Finals in June 2012. Mm-hmm. And his Q score. Oh. Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> his, his measure of his, his, uh, his recognizability and appeal among the general public was at a, a 19 out of 100 possible points in 2012. <laughs> We're moving back. Can I ask we, a wait, question real quick? Yes. Are we going to go through all the years? No. Okay. Why? Why is this like? People go bald. Who cares? Like, why is this a thing? Ask LeBron. I think it's easy ask to LeBron say. Ask LeBron why it's a thing. Because we're not bald. But also, I totally agree with you. But my hair is thinner because I wore long hair for so long and wore it pulled back so long. Mm. That my hair is thinner than it was when I had long hair. That's just a reality like who cares preach yes thank you (laughs) tabernacle like who cares now i will say that tell us any kind of hate we can spew on lebron i am all for okay but so should we go cut back to Corey? uh, i mean yeah sorry Corey. yeah no problem yeah So as, as, so as, as the years have Corey gone on, so as the years have gone on, his Q score has has improved Look, to the man, point where we're just all here for his enjoyment. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the point where now it's it's inch closer to the the quote unquote exceptional level. Now the theory uh, uh, posited by John McDermott uh, is that was this the same guy who was. Who was quoted before? John McDermott? He's the one who wrote this article, Has LeBron's Baldness Made Him More Likable? A Cultural okay, Investigation. Okay. Um, his, his theory is that, yes. That is such a pretentious-ass uh, title about an article about baldness. Watching yeah. LeBron fight a losing battle against his baldness has played a factor in his likability. Because, and this is a quote, because there's nothing more relatable than a man desperately clinging to what little hair he has left and engaging in whatever aesthetic what? trickery he can afford to beat back the sands of time. That's not a matter of being likable or unlikable. It's just a matter of being human. So you're saying that there's a relatability to, or sorry, John McDermott is saying there's a relatability to Possibly. watching a superstar go bald. In in his public perception. Yeah. His likability. I understand I can relate to that. He's just See, a person, you know. Baldness has nothing to do with my fandom because if you notice Born Ready, while he has the hot wave, like he got the conch wave in there, he has a pretty good bald spot on the yeah. top of his head. Yeah. But Born Ready can do no wrong in my eyes. Well, it sounds like... I know, which drives me crazy when I think about, like, Baker Mayfield is basically the uh, football version of Born Ready. Not even close. Uh Agreed well, it sounds like Born Ready could uh, could use scalp aesthetics. Born Ready ain't and, worried and about get a scalp micropigmentation. He's not worried about it. No. He's a man's man. Uh, don't worry uh, about. Don't start doing that. Don't, don't worry start making about judgment calls on what men can and can't do. Don't with their worry hair. about it though. It, it, if it happens, it happens. I agree. Who cares? That is some vain, I, bogus. Again, bull. again, I, it's easy to say because we're not going bald. Also, I agree. That doesn't really make a lot of sense yeah, to me. It does, because I'm not in their shoes, so I don't know how I would act. Also, since I'm not in their shoes, I completely agree with you. And that also I'm not going to make a judgment nah, on what... your he, principle should transcend circumstance. I can't, because I'm not in the circumstance, so I can't say what my principles would be in, in said circumstance. 
Sure, because no, it can't. Sure, because I can't you're know how I'm going to react until I'm put in the position. But principles don't always apply just to you; they apply to to your view of society. So then, your principles it can't should, apply to my view of society because they're not my circumstance. Experience. No, see, this no. is why <laughs> your <laughs> no. adoption of postmodernism is bogus. <laughs> no, I anyway, can't. Corey, <laughs> continue. That's all I've got. Back to you, Rowdy. Well, thanks, Corey, for that insightful look at LeBron's hairline over the years. Um, boy, I don't know what to say. Um, and I Corey didn't, was I, uh, spot on. I, I didn't Corey invite, was quite well spoken. <laughs> I didn't invite any of our bald or balding listeners uh, to weigh in on on your take uh, about uh, LeBron's you do you, LeBron's man. struggles. No, don't and, worry about and, it. You uh, do you. You do you. Except when Reed disagrees, and then don't Call, do you. And then, do and then says Reed you're not do. a man's man. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Do you? Except you're not a man's man. <laughs> do you unless you're being neurotic and worrying about what uh, other people think like, it doesn't matter what the motivation when has worrying is worrying about what other people think gotten anybody anywhere well that's do true you. all that's true do you man motivation's irrelevant it's like a Zig Ziglar episode <laughs> on this thing well that's all I got <laughs> Well, right on. Thank you so much, Corey and Rowdy. I didn't know we were going to have four people. Corey Correspondent. <laughs> That's right. Damn, I would have gotten another mic had I known Corey was going <laughs> to pop in. It's okay. Yeah, you we wouldn't shared. have to share. That was awkward. <laughs> your mouths were so close together. Well, Rowdy, what's the rest of your sports week look like? Uh, rest of your week. What else? Well, I'll tell you on? what. The uh, it's, it's race month here in, in Indiana, right. in Indianapolis. And uh, they, they had the... Uh, the pace cars out on the circle in Indianapolis today. Oh yeah, uh, I got to watch. Never uh, been. I don't know why this is a race thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just I don't know. They they basically set up two BMX ramps and they had uh, these BMX kids. Uh, maybe they weren't kids. Maybe they were adults. Older I don't. I, adults. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Uh, but they were ramping their bikes over a pace car, uh, Camaro that was in between. And at one point, Indianapolis Mayor Joe Hogsett set, decided to sit in the uh, uh, pace car as they jumped over overhead, which I thought was a pretty, you know, gutsy move. So, Is it an election year? Uh, yeah. Not for, for Joe. The mayor. Not for oh, Joe, yeah. yeah. But so, he, but he's got my vote the next time he runs. Joe Hogsett does? Yeah. Joe Hogsett's a real man's man. Is he? Yeah, it's, he's balding and he doesn't care. Well, we need to... Get, see? Joe Hogsett exactly. has... I don't know. Joe exactly. Hogsett has... I don't know that. Joe Hogsett has a nice, has head, a of nice head of hair. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. We're talking like um, Mitch Daniels' nice head of hair? Hey, no. <laughs> it's, a hey, no. it's a decent head of hair. I, I, okay. That's whatever. all. I, that's all. Whatever, I got. guys. So I, 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 whatever. Just, I thought that was pretty cool. So you watched. Uh, you watched some bikes jump. Some over bikes the jump mayor. over a pace car. So I feel How like I have a pretty good work handle done working racing. on the circle because I feel like there's oh, always, always like we had mass a, yoga. Oh yeah, no, we had, or we had something going just, on on the circle. No, this, this just week and on uh, this. This was whatever. this. This was like we had <laughs> this all going beef on. This this was all going on as they're tearing down from American Ninja Warrior, which was filmed over the weekend. Did you go watch that? I didn't go watch. Any of it? Did they film at like eleven? What is it? Oh yeah, 11, they, they it's start like filming 11, at like 11, eleven p.m. Well, to hell, five it doesn't a.m. Get, I mean, it's yeah. only eight. The first what second day of May, and it doesn't get dark till nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah, we're in for yeah. it. Yeah, no, we we are in the far western end of of the eastern time zone, so it does not get dark. How until do you guys late. feel about this chatter of uh, switching back to central? 
I don't want it. I don't think that. I we don't sh- want to be on the eastern half of a time zone. I don't zone. think we should switch back to central. It'll I get think, dark at two o'clock. I right. think the east coast should switch to Atlantic time. I'm with you. Like we go five time zones instead of four. Instead of four. And, excuse me. In the continental U.S. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I with think that. I think that that east coast switches to Atlantic. So, so big they, city Adam would be on Atlantic. BCA. So he'd be an hour ahead of mm-hmm. us. And he could BCA tell us how be an hour ahead. And then uh, some guy named Phil would be what? Same. Same Same for us, but four from BCA. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'll take that. Reed, what does your sports week look like? I'll probably watch a little NBA playoffs. I have no interest. Do you get interested in the NBA playoffs when it's this? Okay, so your team's out. Right. And then it's not the conference finals or or the finals. It's just no, this weird I flip, round. I flip, but I am intrigued by Utah this year. They're fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. They are fun to watch. Donovan so Mitchell's I don't legit. watch every game by any stretch, but I do enjoy watching uh, Utah. Um, I just got a Hulu subscription, so I've been binge-watching some episodes on Hulu. Yeah. Um, that's taken up some of my time. Different shows? Different shows. I watched the first, what, three or four episodes of Roseanne. I was a huge Roseanne fan back in the day. It's not bad, really. I mean, it, it seemed, maybe it's just because I'm older. It seems a little bit more, not corny, but just kind of like state. It, it seems more like a like you go to the theater and see mm-hmm. a play versus a TV show a little bit. The way bit. they brought it back. The way it, like, Maybe it just feels... Maybe because we've gone from a, single camera, or we've gone from multi-camera to single camera. That's probably a lot of it. It just feels a little different. Right. I can't quite pinpoint what it is, but I've been watching Roseanne, and I dig it. Aunt Jackie's a, <laughs> a left-winger, and Roseanne's a trumper, so that makes for some, Interesting some TV. good dynamics. Yeah, But uh, that, I'll watch a little baseball... Uh, I will give a shout who, who, out. Who, who team? What team are you watching? Who who are you watching? In baseball, baseball. yeah, I watch a lot of Rockies oh, and a lot of Nats because of Adair. Yeah. Yeah. And I watch a lot of Nats, and um, well, just because where we are, I, I end up watching a lot of Yankees, which is all right with me because of Didi. But um, I hate that guy. I will give a shout out to the Golden Knights, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, and Vegas hockey. Golden Knights. Oh, no sorry, loss. Vegas Golden Knights. I talked to our, our uh, listener and our buddy Pete uh, about a week ago, and he had gone to a Knights game, and they made it to the second round of the playoffs. I don't know where they stand now, but he said going to the game was awesome, and they are like the ticket in Vegas right now. Oh, yeah, they're huge. The Knights. So yeah. it be interesting to see what happens to the Knights when the Raiders come to town. I'm looking for them box seats, Pete, when the Raiders come to town. But. Vegas is up 2-1 in the series against the San Jose Sharks. San Jose, California, nice. another... Uh, city that definitely should have ice hockey. Um, Did you know San Jose is the fourth or fifth largest city? No, that's not right. It's top ten. It's in the top ten largest cities in the United States. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, but uh, it's giant. They're up three zero right now. Oh wow! In the third, nice. Whoa! In the third oh, three zero in this game. In this not game. The so it'll be it'll be tied two two after this game. Oh okay. Unless the Golden Knights come up with okay three goals in the next eleven minutes. So, yes, it's it's, I, I've heard that. I've heard it's a crazy ticket to get, and it's an amazing game to yeah, watch. Yeah, he said town. it was awesome. Like, the yeah. spectacle is cool. Because it's know. the only show in town. Right. Like, for now. Sports show in for town. For now. Yeah, for yeah. now. Yeah. 
Man, I don't have anything. How about your sports week? Hey, dude, you ought to just sit on the couch and stare at the wall because you're done with school, man. You ain't got nothing to do. It's all about refocusing. Relax. It's about refocusing. Like, I don't even know what's going on. It was like 1030 at night last night, and I was like... I got to be doing something. I have to. I should be doing something. Yeah. And I have nothing to do. I I remember that. Yeah. But then once you can, like, claim the victory... Yeah. Then... It's a game It's change. a different. Yeah. I am going to try to float this weekend, although Rowdy brought to my attention that it's supposed to storm the next two days, so I don't know if I'll get out on the river or not. But oh, yeah. I would like to get my boat out for the first time this We may be looking season. for a new co-host next week uh, after I am a uh, very, we're searching for I his body. I always wear my vest. I am a very safe kayaker. Your PFT? Yeah. Your PFD? PFD. I always wear it. I've been asking. Know. I've been asking for that for a grad gift. Oh, you have. Yeah, I've been oh. saying kayak, kayak, well, kayak. So we'll see. If we'll Santa see if Claus it actually brings comes, it to you. Comes to fruition. Then, let's float. But otherwise, I'm going to try and see if I can finagle a MLB.tv account uh, for the rest of the season. Man, somebody's I gotta, got a password. I gotta get. I gotta right? get back in it. I'm in sixth right now. Unacceptable. Whatever. I'm in like ninth. Unacceptable. So. Well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank our production guru, Mikey, who is in France right now with the University of Michigan. Bonjour, mon ami. <laughs> Jebelly Music for the Mics and Sage Advice and the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn. He's going to love, love all the baseball talk this week. Yeah, well. If you like the show, head over to the Facebook and give us the big thumbs up and share us on the Twitter. If you can Also, f- thanks to Corey tonight. Did oh yeah, thank job. you. Corey. Hey, no problem, Corey, guys. Glad to be here. Thank you, Corey, correspondent, for being here. Got to head out on the road on my next uh, investigative journalism. Uh, Where are you headed? I will tell you at a later date. <laughs> it's uh, Project X. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Instagram at Twitter at Sports 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 Pod, or find us on Instagram at Sports 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 Pod. Email us at, at Sports 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 Pod at gmail.com and Twitter at Sports X Three Pod with any questions, headlines, or topics you wanted to discuss with us or with Corey. Find out what his Project X is all about, and don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. While you're there, you can also subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? Yeah.